You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 102 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh... Episode 102. 102. I mean, we talked about it. How did you want to say 102, 102? 102. It's 102. It's 102. Because you're not going to say 137. No, no. This is the kind of stuff we talk about before we start the podcast. These are, you know, important details. Uh, We're going to talk some coaching moves. I think our staff is finalized. Yeah, I think it's pretty much set. And then uh, we'll talk free agency. Uh, It's kind of coming up. I guess we still have kind of a dead period right now. Yeah, what is it, March 17th? Yeah, so we got like a month. So March 17th is like the first day, but like that legal tampering period probably starts the 15th. Yeah, then. I think it's like f- yeah, a few days you can Yeah, 48, 72 it's, hours. It's, one it's of the, the Anthony Barr meal, you know. You, yeah. can, you can agree to a deal and then renege on it. It's a beautiful and thing. you can go back. You can be like, nah, actually, screw you, New York. Uh, yeah, so we've got like a month of kind of nothing. So we'll do probably a couple, depending on how much we get through, we'll probably just do all the free agencies stuff today and then we'll do some draft talk because you know it's draft season it's draft season well you know we'll see if we sign anybody last year was basically michael pierce which we never got to see so that was yeah that was fun yeah would look good bad. i bet um okay so coaching moves let's start there uh we'll start with the big one clint kubiak got a promotion from quarterback coach to offensive coordinator yeah i feel like that was after gary retired basically our preferred route it didn't seem like we brought in many names at all or many it sounds people. like just the one which might have been a rooney rule thing I, like I, we we were not allowed just to promote clint kubiak you had to go interview a minority candidate the one guy we interviewed happened to be a minority i'm not saying that's what happened but i mean that's part of the rule though they no. at least he gets some face time you know Maybe they maybe he impressed. Yeah, maybe, maybe he know. interviewed well and they said he potential did. potential head coaching candidate if uh, something happens. Maybe it's someone if Clint Kubiak gets poached that we would go back and talk to. Yeah, so sure. uh, Clint Kubiak though got the got the gig. Um, yeah, I'm happy yeah, with it. Yeah, I, you know after after everything has moved around and you kind of see see the land, you know there was talking about maybe Anthony Lynn we brought up. Uh, there are a couple other guys, but I. Even in-house Rick Dennison yeah. like, would have been kind of a ho-hum. A little let down. Like, ah, Rick Dennison. Like, would have rather had Clint Kubiak get the promotion. Yeah. Like, just be, like we like Kubiak because he's young. So it's like, this is a good scheme, but can he add the Kyle Shanahan-like wrinkles to it that make it a little more modern? And that's kind of like what, yeah, like what we're looking for. I mean, that was your like main complaint was... It wasn't really like I hate this whole scheme. You're not Ben. It was just a vanilla West Coast offense. Yeah. You know, I feel like you've it's seen just, for thirty years. Yeah, and it worked. It worked well. But can there be some more wrinkles added to it? And it feels like Clint would be someone that could because he's young. And maybe that's just total ageism or something. Like maybe Rick Dennison could have been totally creative. I don't know. Seems like younger people have more more uh, fresh ideas. Yeah, you know, uh, the young guys watch you know football growing up. They're growing up with. The time of the game, so they can now see what's working and what isn't working, try new things. Somehow Andy Reid just keeps keeps creating new things, though. You know, it's very impressive. Yeah, he's just a he's an offensive mastermind. I I don't know how he keeps doing it, but hey, give him Donovan McNabb, give him Patrick Mahomes, doesn't matter. 
Well, McNabb was good for a while there. Well, yeah. Give him anyone. Al- Alex Smith? He made Kevin Cobb into a second-round pick. Oh, God. Great That's great job right. there. Uh, yeah, so Clint Kubiak, I don't know. Like, I think we don't know much about him. He's never called plays. He was with his dad. I think he was with us for a couple years, uh, like 10 years ago. That's what Stefanski knew him, so that's kind of how he made his way back here. But I don't see any better path. Where, like, right now you could say, the Vikings screwed up. They should have got this guy's OC. Like, who would that have been? I don't see it. I, I don't see it. Would either. I have preferred to keep Gary? I, why not? Two Kubiaks is better than one, right? <laughs> yep. But maybe not. I don't, you know, there is the chance that it's like, all right, let the kid have his time. And so, obviously, we're really high on him. I'll just throw in. You know, one of the my main concerns is now offensive play calling. Clearly, he's never called mm-hmm. offensive plays before. Uh, we'll see how he does getting into a rhythm. Yeah. St- you know, we'll see how how he scripts his first fifteen plays or so. It, it'll just be really interesting to see how he progresses through the season, or you know, if it's just a lackluster per- performance throughout. See how long of a leash he gets. Yeah, I feel like as long as he runs the ball enough, he'll have a decent leash. If you don't pull a John Filippo and just basically defy the head coach, and if he's running the same Kubiak offense, it's all predicated off that wide zone running, bootleg and stuff. So I think he'll be okay. And Yeah, he's never called plays before, but you've never done something until you do it. Like, Gary Kubiak never called plays until he did it. Kyle Shanahan never... Like, at some point you got to do it. So I guess we'll find out if he's good at it or not. Yeah. If he, you know, maybe he won't call... What was the play that Ben was whining about? A, a shotgun run up the middle or a play action on fourth? I don't know. He bitched about every play call. So hopefully this guy's so good that even Ben won't complain. Yeah, and... He's going to have bad play calls, though. Stefan- I'm telling you right Stefanski, now. Stefanski never called plays. Yeah, and honestly, uh, he did a terrible job in Week 17 against the Bears. But he yeah, did a great that, job that, a couple weeks before against Miami. That first drive... His first, like, half yeah, was that, that first half was like, oh, see what happens when you just actually line up maybe two tight ends, run the ball, play action. Because we had just watched a whole season of basically, you know, shotgun. Uh, you know. 50 attempts a game. Yeah, so it was it was nice. Um, and he, yeah, so Clint Kubiak, and then Janoku got promoted to um, quarterback coach. I, promotion, I guess. He was yeah, the receiver's yeah, coach. It's, it's, it's I think moving from up most, the ladder. Yeah, most Because I think it goes like O-line, tight end, Wide receivers, quarterback. I don't even know if all those other ones, like, I feel like, like Keenan McCardell. He's pretty much going to be a receiver coach unless, unless he wants to be an OC. Yeah. yeah. Or he's just always an OC coach. But or, there, I mean, always a receiver coach. But there are guys who go from, like, O-line to tight end. Yeah. Well, like, Pat Shermer was our tight end coach and, and then got to the OC job. It's like, what? why are you coaching tight ends? Like you're just I wonder if it's just, yeah, it's just like, oh, we have an opening at tight end coach. You are a great offensive mind. Let's yeah. give you that <laughs> position. Anyway, anyway, it could do that. But I do feel like if you want to become an OC like, and you're the quarterback coach or a receivers coach, like a good path is to go, okay, well, I'll go coach quarterbacks. Then I'll coach OC and then I'll be a head coach. Like that's yeah. the path. Because that, that is true because you also see a lot of uh, quarterback coaches Getting head coach interviews now. Yeah, quarterback coaches. What's basically yeah? As soon as McVay's OC's poach, they're like, well, what about that quarterback coach? What's that guy doing? Uh, or that's who gets promoted to take that you know the next spot, which is basically what Clint Kubiak did. Um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, that would be the whole offensive staff basically. The only changes is Keenan McCardell is now the receiver coach. Janoku got promoted, and Clint Kubiak got promoted, and Gary left. Which which sucks, but we've got his kid, and they're only a cell phone call yeah. away. 
you you got an offensive advisor. You don't even got to pay him. You know, that, you don't think true. Clint can call his dad? This hey, dad, true. what did I do wrong? That's all he was doing. There's this year. a hole in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Mike would be so disappointed in you, Shanahan. You ran twice. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the wide zone is? We don't run gap scheme over here. And you know, one thing about uh, his little wrinkles, if they don't work, you just scrap them, run the run yeah. the vanilla West Coast. I hope we get some preseason so he can call some. Well, he did, you know, he did say he called plays in a preseason. I don't know if you watched oh, his press I conference. Did he did not say when. He did not say it, but he, they asked him, have you ever called plays before? And he said, no. And then he kind of was like, well, I did call some plays during a preseason. Who knows what team that was on or when it happened. During that's what a he claimed. preseason. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then... How many times did we see him and his dad... Both wearing a mic. Let's go look <laughs> yeah. at that. <laughs> let's let's go find the tape. Find yep. the tape. Um, okay, and then defensively, well, we talked about the special teams guy last week. I think we did. Yeah, we talked about they fired Maloof, terrible, worst coach since D. Filippo. They promoted some dude that everyone loves. We talked about that. Yep, we talked about that. And then the other change was we brought Paul Gunther, Defen- which we talked about. We called that months yeah. ago. So Defensive assistant. Defensive. Said bring uh, him on in. Yeah, it was like Don Capers. That didn't work. You did nothing. You don't even run the right scheme. What are you After doing? After the here? Lions? Yeah. He went to the After Lions. After the Lions. We Get brought in Paul Gunther, who was not great with the Raiders, Raiders but the... coached with Zimmer for years. Yeah, was he his D line linebacker? I think coach? linebackers. I mean, linebackers, I guess. linebackers and then coach. when Zimmer left, he was the Bengals DC for like quite a few years through like most of those good Andy Dalton teams. And then when that whole band got broken up, he joined Gruden at some point in Oakland. So or Vegas or wherever the hell they are. 2017, I think that was. So now he's back. He will, I guess, be another. I mean, we both talked about that would be nice to add someone because honestly, just call him the DC because it's we don't have a DC. We have two co-defensive coordinators. It's just nonsense. It's what Zimmer's kid and Patterson. Yeah. So you could just have easily been like, Gunther's the DC. These two guys are back to where they were. Linebacker, coach, and D-line. But he'll be like the what Gary Kubiak was at the beginning and What's the other guy? Dom Capers. Yeah. Did we have another one of those? Or is that the only two that were like assistants to the head coach? Yeah, I thought there... I thought there was another defensive one, but maybe I'm just thinking... I, of, I mean, Mike Singletary did it for Frazier. Yeah. People are bringing those in now. They're just bringing in like, oh, here's my buddy. He needs a job. Uh, he could at least be another sounding board in the room to be like, what do you think, Paul Gunther? Oh, you've been around. What yeah. do you see? He was he was uh, saying, you know, some of the... Because they're like, what are you going to do? Like what? What are your what's your duties as like you're not a coordinator? You're not. And he was talking about well, I'll you know I can help the scouts with like what our scheme looks for. I can look at free agents players and say you know what would this guy fit our defense and like almost like take some of the workload off of maybe Zimmer or those guys like where they're more. And he was you know he said I'll work on different packages and you know, makes so, sense. You know it, it'll be what it is. Oh. But check it off. We we talked about that would be a nice thing to add. Um, any other coaching changes? Uh, not that I know of. Yeah, I feel like we relatively kept our group intact. I'm I'm mostly excited about Keenan McCardell. You know, yeah, I, I, re- I really like the Keenan McCardell ad. That's a quality ad. That's a quality ad right there. So um, I guess we jump into free agency. Uh, yeah, do we want to go position, like offense I feel to like, defense? I feel like or? we should just yeah start offense at the quarterback. Although like I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on quarterback. No. But we can just roll through them all. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me pull up. I got the trusty laptop here. I mean, if we talk, let's talk first about our pending free agents. Okay. Okay, so I've got a list. Obviously, we have some bigger names, and Anthony Harris is one. Do you want to keep him? Uh, at the right price, but 
gun to my head, like just straight up yes or no, I'd go no. I feel like I'd look to replace him in free agency yeah, for cheaper. I would hundred percent look to replace him for cheaper, and like unless we're blown away by some weird super cheap deal he accepts, like maybe because the salary cap is lower it's a flooded free or safety market that he goes for cheap but like yeah, or maybe he wants another like one year prove it deal yeah because he did kind of have a down year and the salary cap's low and like you said the safety yeah. market is kind of flooded so if he wants like a one year six million or something cheap like it's got to be i feel like far less we don't have i will the one year deal is all that money hits this cap so it's a good thing because it's oh it's only one year but also i want like four and a half million yeah and you're just i just I don't think you're going to get that. So it's almost like what I'm really only willing to pay a safety unless you're getting a top safety right now this year, like to replace Anthony Harris. I really don't want to go over that like four and a half million dollars. Yeah. I just, we have, I really don't want to hit that five. We have other holes that I would much rather spend money on than the safety spot. I don't know what it is with Zimmer's defense, but unless you're like elite, like Harrison Smith, I feel like you just do your job and Mm. that's all you got to do. Twisted Sandejo, Harris, doesn't matter. Yeah, they're all the same. Even J. Ron Curse did really well. I was just he gonna... got cut. He's like a Frasier right now. Uh, Eric bring Wilson, him back. Bring back J. Ron. Start him. He'd love it. He was all salty when he left. Uh, Eric Wilson, he's another one that I feel like if he came back for bargain money, I'd sure, I'd take him. Yeah, but I, Everyone's I, acting like he's going to get a decent contract. No, thank I you. I don't think he will. He, he was very bad. Amir Abdullah. Sure, on his basic... He takes the minimum doing. every year yep, if that. he wants to. And this is like minimum, and I also might cut you during training camp if we finally get someone that can actually return, return kicks better than you. He's like the definition of a replacement player, but also good enough to play as a back end of the roster guy. Yeah, he actually can make some plays. Even he's actually he's useful. A, but replaceable. Yeah, but easily replaceable. <laughs> yep. So uh, Sean Mannion, bring him back, I guess, again. like I don't Or let Nate Stanley and... Jake Browning be your backups? Man, I don't know. Either, we either have an Iron fine. Man as a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I mean Sean Mannion holds a mean paper, uh, clipboard. Has Kirk Cousins ever even looked hurt? You know when you watch like Mahomes limping around or Breeze, you know, grabbing his arm or any other player? Do you count the grimace that he like puts on his face? Like, ah. I think he's more disgusted with his play. You know, I feel like I don't know. I just never seen him like get up shaken up. Yeah, and maybe I'm jinxing him horribly right now, but man, he that never, guy like, like, knows like how to this. fall. Like it's never—he's never been on the injury report. It's never like, ooh, sore left knee, or oh, he banged his hand in a helmet. Uh, turf toe. Yeah, <laughs> turf toe. Something. <laughs> Nothing. The guy's a machine. So Sean Mannion, I'll give him minimum. That's it. Yep. Rashad Hill. Uh, sh- sure, minimum. Minimum. Like I, I think we're paying him over minimum. I think it's like yeah, two I thought it was like two mil. He's a swing tackle, but he's a bad starter. Okay, backup. I don't want to pay much for that. Yeah, no, I'm not not, not really interested. Like to see him go, eh, not gonna shed a tear for you. Yeah, he's uh, he kind of reminds me of Amir Abdullah. Like, oh, I'd gladly put you on as a depth, but I don't think you're worth much more than the minimum. Definitely back end of the roster. Yeah, hopefully you don't see the field, but when you that, do, you're not completely embarrassing. That, that's kind of weird. Like, I feel like if we do bring back Riley Reef, is he really necessary, Rashad Hill? Like, can't, if if Reef or O'Neal got banged up, you could just slide Ezra out? But then I guess you're messing with two spots. Yeah. So maybe it's easier just to say, you know what, Ezra, well, stay where you are. Oliudo, how's he coming along? Right. I mean, is he better than Rashad Hill? Hasn't been yet in his career. 
We don't know. We though. hope though. We hope. Drew Samia, not not good. Uh, Dakota is Dozier. He a free agent? No, Drew Samia is not. I hope they cut him though. I hope they cut him. Get like five hundred thousand in cap space from him. Uh, Dozier, Dozier no. You gotta get rid of him. Yeah. He was bad last year. Don't I don't want us to fool ourselves into starting him. I still am so confused on that weird positional battle. It was of Aviante Collins versus Dozier all off season. And then Dozier won it, and they just put Collins on practice squad the entire season, and then used Drew Samia, used Ezra. It's like, oh, I forgot. What, about what that. the fuck was this Collins thing? Like, you acted like he was fighting for a starting job, and then when he lost the battle, he went straight to fourth string. And you, yeah, it's never to be seen again. Yeah, never. And I think he's not even on the roster. They're going to bury him on the death chart. Yeah. Uh, so he's, that guy's gone. George Iloka, gone. How many times are we going to bring this guy back? I don't know. Do, are we going to have a safety next year? <laughs> that guy cannot stay healthy. I, I have no interest in George Iloka. No, I don't either. You know, good name five years ago. Todd Davis. Vet minimum. Yeah, vet sure. minimum. Honestly, I thought he played well as a run stopper. As he's a like, run stopper? He's like a Ben Gideon, you know? Better than Ben Gideon. Yeah, on, yeah maybe. Like he, but terrible in coverage and should not be paid more than like the minimum. And, you know, he's where's number 40? I don't know. Yeah, we, we got a bunch of guys running around looking like fools. Ah, yes. Yeah. Troy died. Well, no one. Aesthetically, we look terrible, and on the field, we look terrible. You know, so. you got you got Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks. They look sharp out there, and then these idiots, <laughs> these backups, come rolling in with no gloves on, wearing number forty. Just I mean, embarrassing themselves and the shield. Yeah. Uh, so that guy, get him out of there. Brett Jones. Honestly, he's probably the one I want back the most. I would. Think. Every time he plays, he does okay. I mean, he's better. Than Barely he, plays though. He should have started over Dozier. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know what what our problem is. He's with a him, but. he's a, a backup center. Do you think he would even come back after the way we've treated him? Pay him enough. I think we're his favorite team. Wasn't he a Viking fan growing up from Canada or something? Oh sure. Feel like, feel like that's that's probably loves us. Hey, you need a backup center. He can also play guard. I like it. Yeah, I'll take him back. Vet minimum. Vet minimum. Uh, Hardy Nickerson. Yeah. No. Your dad was good. You're not so much. Jaleel Johnson. No. Yikes. Absolutely not. Uh, and then so our ERFAs. What is that? Exclusive. So those are exclusive all, rights. All those other guys are UFAs. They're leaving. Honestly, could do with. I could do without any of them. Yep. Leave them. Let them all Just go. Just overturn the roster. I'll take Harris. I'll take Wilson for picks. Like I'd rather have comp picks than those guys. Yep. The rest of the guys are backups. We obviously actually aren't losing anyone besides really Anthony Harris. That is of any consequence. Like, yeah, he's like not the a, only like real starter. Yeah, because Wilson was really a backup. Like Dozier was a bad starter. There's teams that are losing. You know, you look at like the Saints. They have like six guys they're about to lose. We're, this is a good year for us. Without having to cut people yet. Yeah, which they're going to have to do. So those are the UFAs. Let them all go. ERFAs are Chris Jones, that DB. I, I, I'd, you know, sure. ERFAs basically mean they're free. I mean, it's like real cheap to just tag them and you get them or okay, pick up their option. Or then whatever. I will, I will write exclusive rights him. Yeah, apparently a Fetty Adenabo is. I will ER him. Yeah, I mean he's certainly worth a very cheap contract. Uh, and then Brandon Dillon. Sure. Sure. He's practice squad material. Yeah, and then RFAs. These are our two RFAs. So these are ones that you need to. Tender them either what a first, a second, or original draft slot, or you can let them walk. And if you do tender them, other teams can offer them contracts. Mike Boone, who was undrafted, yep. Uh, I mean, I would guess I would tender him as an undrafted guy. But if someone tried to offer him a decent contract, I'd be like, oh, sorry, see you yeah. later, buddy. We have two running backs better than you. Chad Beebe, 
I don't even think I tender him. Let him leave. I feel yeah, like, you know. Do not tender him. Yeah. Do not. But you know we're going to. Oh, absolutely. He's it's the coach. disgusting. Kid. Yeah. I'm surprised Don's not on staff. Like, <sighs> we love us of Shad Beebe. So that's all of our guys. They mostly suck, besides Anthony Harris. Oh, God. I do not want Chad Beebe back. He's I'm, so I'm bad. I'm all the, like, all the sweet slot guys in the draft. There's so many. There's a there's actually some good free agent ones too like they're all you good can upgrade over Chad Beebe. Ch- there, there's a million Chad Beebe's like short shifty guys. Get one that's actually like slightly better than just short shifty guy. Like Chad Beebe is a poor 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 man's Danny Amendola. I would rather have Danny Amendola. He's a free agent. I would take him right now at 35 and brittle <laughs> over- than Chad Beebe. Yeah, I mean he's Chad Beebe's he's not good. He's no. not good. Also drops punts. Not a fan of that. Terrible punter. Uh, all right. So that is our free agents. Let's go to the league's free agents. Yeah, let's go to league free agents. Quarterbacks. I don't know how much time we want to spend on it. This is a I, Vikings podcast. I say you just go over like the first three or four, whatever you, you think is significant. Well, so like league-wide, like Dak Prescott. He's going to get tagged or signed long-term. Oh. And then there's guys like Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Cam Newton. Andy Dalton, Mitch Trubisky, whatever. We're not getting any of them. No, not interested in really any of them. And they would never come as a backup as for cheap. So it's like you're getting a Sean Mannion or like a Brandon Allen or a Brett Hundley, Blaine Gabbert. Like, that's where we're shopping. Yeah. Just get Sean Mannion back. Who cares? I will say, if looking at those other quarterbacks, the people that are just like, just trade Kirk and just go pick up a quarterback, that's an ugly group. Best, Jameis Winston? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sacrificing Kirk for Jameis. I mean, Jameis threw 30 interceptions and then signed with the Saints for like a million. Yeah, and a half. but he got LASIK. Yeah, he got he. Well, that's true. I hope that really helped him. See, did he get like his color blindness fixed? Because wrong jersey, a lot. Uh, so quarterbacks, yeah, we're gonna go with Kirk, and either the two young guys or Sean Mannion's back is my bet. Yeah, we're not spending Sean money. Running backs again. Don't even really have to run through them. We have the. We're set. We, we have, have a top five running back in the league. Top three, arguably the best running back in the league. Delvin Cook, best running back in the league. I would say so. Who's who's fighting him? Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Eh. A hurt Christian McCaffrey. Eh, yeah, you've been hurt for a year. You don't hurt need to be in the running. Saquon Barkley. Um, yeah, I would say Delvin. Like Delvin Kamara, a lot I, of people like him. Yeah, I would say, yeah, don't mean no disrespect, but... Since I left him off the list, but I would say it's up between Alvin, Dalvin, and Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, if you want a big power back who doesn't catch the ball as well, Derrick Henry. If you want Dalvin Cook, who's better, Dalvin Cook. I, <laughs> I I feel like you can really, like, pick your poison out. Like, if you are you one of the three, it's because you have a flavor you like. You like big and fast and powerful. You take Derrick Henry. Or you're a Titans fan. Yeah. We're Viking fans. We're picking Dalvin Cook. Or, or you like the uh, the pass-catching uh, running back. You take Alvin yeah. Kamara. If you like an all-around, do-it-all back, the clear-cut best running back <laughs> in the league, you take Dalvin Cook. That's what you do. That's what you do. Uh, so, yeah, we have him long-term. His new contract will start. This year? He knew, Yeah, he would have been a free agent. So, okay, so he's got a new contract. <laughs> Madison has two more years? Yes. Was this Madison's second year? Yeah, it was. Okay, so, yeah, two more years. It's like... When we're looking even at the draft, like the position I want to do nothing with, like I would be very surprised if we drafted a running back. Uh, if I, the only time I see us drafting a running back is maybe in the seventh 
like yeah. one of our four sevens. Yeah, camp we, body. Like, oh, maybe he takes Boone's spot. Maybe yeah. he's a kick returner, whatever. So free agency, there's not even there's no reason to even look at it. Yeah. They're not getting on the field unless you replace Amir Abdullah with like some random, you know, Ty Montgomery or Tyler. But Irvin. what you're not looking at is Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, which that'll be cool to see. Aaron Jones go somewhere else. Maybe they'll tag him. The running back tag is cheap, but they don't have a lot of money. Yeah, Chris Carson, James Conner, Kenyon Drake, Le'Veon Bell, Gurley. Uh, next. We're not interested. We've got Dalvin Cook. Uh, let's jump to tight ends. This one is interesting because if we do cut Kyle Rudolph, then I feel like it's possible we might look for like another Kyle Rudolph. Is uh, David Morgan available? David Morgan is... I think we're tired. Okay. Right. Uh, but Hunter Henry's available. I think he's too expensive for us. He's probably the best tight end. Jonu Smith also yeah. out there. Probably going to fetch Honestly, Jonu Smith too. might be better than Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's quietly kind of disappointing. Yeah, well, he's, he's hurt, hurt a lot. lot. Yeah, he's hurt a lot. But when he, does, when he does get on the field, he has performed pretty well. Yeah, he's just one of those guys that's just never on the field. Second round pick, right? He was, yeah, second yeah. round. Gerald Everett, Jared Cook, Tyler Croft. Talk about Trey disappointing Burton. Gerald yeah. Everett. That was Sean McVay's first draft pick. Was it really? Oh. oh. They don't have a lot of draft picks usually, so oh. you know, that's a big one. Um, also, I was looking at like people that are potential cuts. Jimmy Graham, Jesse James, Tyler Eifert. I don't think I want any of those. What I do like about the cut guys, though, they don't affect the comp, the comp picks. Oh. So you can lose Anthony Harris, sign you know some dude that was cut, and you still get a comp pick for Anthony Harris, which is nice. But those tight ends are trash. So if we're replacing Rudolph, I have a feeling it's probably from draft, or they're just gonna let Conklin, Brandon Dillon, Brandon Dillon yeah, and Conklin. Yeah, I would say I would lead more towards Brandon Dillon and yeah. Conklin or draft rather than dipping into the free agent market. Dipping into these bumps. I mean, they're they're basically just Kyle Rudolphs. Yeah. Only, you know, get the fast Kyle Rudolph and Brandon Dillon. Yeah, just promote some guys. How hard can it be to be Kyle Rudolph? What's he do? Uh, all right, should we jump to receivers? Good receiver group. Yeah. Again, this just goes to show how good our offense is. We have no interest in these guys. Maybe some of the slot guys. But Allen Robinson, can't wait to see him leave the Bears. You think these guys will get tagged? Like, why would, if you're the Bears, why are you not tagging Allen Robinson? Can't afford him. Is that really can't it? That's a bummer. Tag, you're just going to lose that guy for nothing? Probably. Chris Godwin, he's only 25 years old. I think he is a franchise tag candidate. But then don't they have to also get Shaquille Barrett back? Yeah, but they did just tag. It would be his second tag. Shaquille Barrett's? Yeah, because oh, he got really? tagged last year, I believe. Yeesh. Hmm, interesting. Kenny Galladay, another IC North receiver. It sounds like he's going to get the tag. Yeah, I feel like he's probably the most likely because Detroit has money. Oh. Will Fuller? Probably gone. Remember when the Packers like almost traded for him? Are they in the Super Bowl if they make that trade? Uh, no, because Will Fuller got suspended for PEDs. That's true. For the whole year? Had they made the playoffs, could he have oh, participated? Oh, that's right. He could have participated in the playoffs, I bet. Hmm. That'd be a scary offense. Will Fuller, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. Pretty good. Pretty yep. good. Juju Smith-Schuster, 24 years old. He kind of had a down year. The last two years have been kind of down. Yeah. but He came out like a healing. He stormed in the league. Yeah, but you know, this last year, Roethlisberger, not Roethlisberger. And last year, it was like Duck Hodges and... Mason Rudolph. Yeah, and, yeah that's true. Uh, Corey Davis, who finally did something... Oh. Yeah, too yeah. expensive for us, all these guys. Yeah, I really do like this receiver class. Curtis Samuel. He's he came on last year. Twenty five years old. Had could, over a thousand. How much do you think he gets paid? Year. Like, could we slip in and grab him? 
I saw. That'd be fun. I saw like uh, three years, twenty five million. Yeah, so see, that's we're looking for more like uh, three four half, million four. tops. Yeah. Like that's all we're kind of looking for. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, like that's another good slot guy that would be much better than Chad Beebe. But I don't think he's really a slot receiver though. He plays. I think he plays a lot of slot. I At thought, least he did. Oh, that's right. He did with the Eagles. Yeah, he played I think, outside with well, the Raiders. I, yeah, because I think the uh, Raiders when they lost Tyrell Williams and they lost like it was. Brian Edwards, Ruggs, and him. So and he's got speed. I yep. mean, I don't know. Prashard Perriman, that's the guy, guy we wanted last year. But yep. he's more of an outside guy, I think. Oh. Well, that doesn't matter. Well, uh, yeah, that's can... true. Thielen and Jefferson can shift inside if they need to. Oh. You know? It just, I'm looking for someone better than Chad Beebe. Well, I would have no problem with getting a burner and sliding Thielen inside. In just three-man sets. You know, yep. like, obviously, if it's too wide, there's still just Jefferson and Thielen. But you go three wide or it's, you know, third and long, and you got to go four or five wide. Instead of Chad Beebe in the slot, you put Thielen in the slot, and then you put, yeah, Paramount on the outside. And then, the yeah, you've got your burner. Like, you know, they've got to pay attention over the top to him. you got to pay attention over the top to Justin Jefferson. Well, there's, you know, Irv Smith and Rudolph Er and... Feeling underneath right there for your first down. I mean, that's a good, if you're going out there with four wide, like to have Irv, Thielen, Jefferson, and then another person who can actually scare defense. Oh. Not be it burner or, or underneath. Yeah, and like BB's an underneath guy, but he's not dynamic. Like, even he's not even good. Like, Jamison Crowder's probably going to get cut. He's old, but when he was with Kirk Cousins, out of the slot is just a, an had, underneath guy. Really good. Had a really good year last year too yeah, with the he, Jets. I think he was hurt this year, right? No, he played. He had well. He was did get hurt, but I feel like he had a really good year with the Jets this season. This season. Let me pull up his stats quick. He, he's, he's. I feel like the Haney's had him. They saved ten point four million dollars by cutting him. Eesh. Like, unless you're just feeling like I'm gonna keep Jameson Crowder because I really like him. That seems yeah, seven hundred yards last year. 60 catches, 700 yards, six touchdowns. Like, out of your and slot I receiver. I think he only played, like, 12 games. I, I like it. Yeah. He's had, I mean, with Washington, he's not even that old. No, he's not. He's only, like, 28, isn't he? 27. Jamison Crowder. If he gets cut, because I'll make it clear, he's actually a Jet right now. But if he's cut, another great guy because he doesn't affect the comp pick. He's played with Kirk, which means he's played in this offense because there was a lot of Shanahan stuff when they were there. And he would be way better than Chad Beebe. And how much do you think he'd go for, Jameson Crowder, in a, in a depressed market? Six, seven million. Really? You think so? Yeah. What did he get? I think he got paid a lot. He got paid. He got I paid. think he got like a four-year, $40 million deal. Well, like, I don't understand. Why are people paying 600 yards, 700 yards? Like, he's never had a 1,000-yard season. I guess you just know what he is. He's a slot receiver. He's not going to get tons of yards. Because on the open market, you get overpaid. Yeah. Well, there's, still, there's a lot of receivers. Maybe it was a bad receiver year. I think it was. I, I was it? I think that was like the Tyrell Williams year. Yeah, he got way overpaid. They're probably going to cut him too. He's on my list. A bunch of guys that were probably there. Adam Humphreys, was he that year? He was that year. $7.3 million they saved by cutting him. I mean, there's some guys on here that it's like they got overpaid. Yeah, I think those all were. It's all that same year. Yeah. yeah, so he'd be someone I'd look at. Uh, anyways, back to the actual UFAs. Sammy Watkins. Meh. Marvin Jones. Uh, no, he's getting kind of old. He does he does destroy us whenever we play him. So maybe you just sign him just to you know, protect yourself. T. Y. Hilton just can't stay healthy. Uh, Cordell Patterson, any interest? T. Y. 
I mean, I'm interested in Flash for sure. As a kick returner and kick returner gadget guy. Yeah, I don't. The thing is, I don't running wanna, like, back. I don't want to run too many plays for him on offense, like where it's like, ooh, we got to get him his touches, because we have Dalvin Cook, we have Jefferson. Like, you need to fit within the offense. But if you could mix in just a couple of those plays, like a bubble screen to him, or you know, or uh, one of those touch passes yeah. coming across the yeah, jet sweeps and stuff, like okay, like let's let's not make too much of an effort. But if you get him for cheap, even as a kick returner. Kick returner in like three to four, tu- three to five touches yeah. a game. He's got to be cheap though. He's got to be cheap. Like I can't pay five million for that. I I think he's probably going because he's also a uh, gunner on special teams yeah. as well. I feel like Patterson's probably going to make four or five million. I feel like he always does. Well, you're signing the best kick returner. Like there's no, there's no debate. He's the best kick returner. So. What does that go for? Probably four or five million, no matter what. Plus Gunner. Plus Even like back schools. in the day, Brian Mitchell always got paid. Yep. Even when he was like 35, 36. It was like, Some oh. team with a bunch of cap space is like, oh, why not? What else are we going to do with it? Five million dollars, Cordero. It'll be fun. Uh, AJ Green, too old. Larry Fitzgerald, he ain't never going to leave Arizona. No. Rennie's desperately wants him. Just one year. One year. Come home. It's like, like, he I loves Arizona. That, but I don't see him. I feel like at this point in his career... It means more to him to start and finish with Arizona rather than go home and play for a year and hardly see the field. Yeah, and come on. At this point, Arizona's his home. Like, I'm sure, I know his dad's here and stuff, but like. Like, yeah, was it a dream? Huge part of. Was it a dream growing up to play for the Vikings? Sure. I'm sure, like, would it be super cool and special to him? Absolutely. Is it. In his game plan anywhere at this point of his career, I would say yeah. probably Like not. you said, the the leaving his whole career with one franchise is now outweighing, like, ooh, I played for the Vikings. Also, do we really want Larry Fitzgerald? No. He's fucking washed. And not what he once was. I wouldn't say washed. <laughs> washed. Um, I don't even remember him playing. Th- th- think of how many players have, like, started and finished with the same team. Not many. Peyton didn't do it. Yeah. Brady didn't do it. Even all of our guys, like John Randall, he went and played with the Seahawks for a couple of years. Kevin Williams, like, even went and played with a couple seasons. Seahawks. Yeah, also Seahawks, apparently. Like, it, it seems like almost everyone... AP. Yeah, and he's still going. Like, everyone, at some point, the team that drafted him was like, okay, you're kind of done, so we need to move on. And then some other team's like, eh, we'll play him for a year because he's, like, used to be really good. Yeah. And then, they, you know, it's no fun for anyone, except unless you're, like, Tom Brady. That fucker just keeps winning. Uh, John Ross, 26 years old. I'd take a flyer. I'd minimum camp. Like, I wouldn't guarantee him a dime. Can't stay healthy. And is he even good? No. Danny He's Amendola. So fast, though. Danny Amendola? I would bet minimum him. <laughs> I would, yeah. I mean, at least he would. I, he's he never wouldn't drop against, the ball as much as Chad Beebe. At the bet minimum, he's never counting against the cap. Yeah. I mean,. How did he do last year? Was he hurt? Uh, hurt all year oh, for okay. the most part. He probably had 20 catches for 180 yards. He's He's got better hands than Chad Beebe. Yep. That's, I mean, they're not, they're no one's, neither of them are running away from the Can defense. Can probably catch a punt better than Beebe, too. Absolutely. Isaiah McKenzie? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. He's Gadget probably not, slot guy? Sure. Yeah, pure Kick slot. Returner? He's probably not as good as like, a, as polished as most of these guys, like a Danny Andola. But he can still do it. And then he can return kicks and punts. I'm looking for punt returners, kick returners. Andre Roberts? Sure. That guy returns kicks. Also from Buffalo. Yeah, just whichever one they keep, we'll take the other one. 
Um, yeah, otherwise it's like Shard Higgins, Willie Sneed, Demir Bird, just kind of like names. Maybe we Demir Bird four two seven. He's the one that like roasted Rhodes in the preseason one year. Yeah, That's great. Uh, I will say, hey buddy, what are you doing? I will say uh, some that I would be interested in that I think we will be is the Keenan McCardell guys, the, the Jaguars. Ja- the Keelan Cole is he a free agent? Keelan Cole, Marquise Lee. No, I don't know what his deal is. Is he in the league anymore? Thought he was rostered by the Patriots last year. Well, I don't have Roster. him on my list. Okay. Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, and Chris Conley, I think, is the other one. I really like the D.D. Westbrook. So D.D. Westbrook. He's a slot receiver mm-hmm. with wheels. I'm a fan. And I don't know what happened. Like, he showed promise, and then they just didn't use him at all. Yeah, I don't know it what that's... It was really weird, um, which maybe that's not good for Keenan McCardell. Like, maybe there's... Unless he believed him in and the coaches didn't. I think but. he was hurt last year, though, for the most part. No, he he was inactive oh. multiple times when oh. he was actually healthy. Mm. So his career, first year, 330 yards, whatever. Second season, 700 yards and five touchdowns. Third year, 600 yards, three touchdowns. Last year, one catch for four yards. Okay, I, I'm going to blame this on the Jags. Yeah, I don't know. Him. I mean, who's their receivers? They, they brought in LaVisca Chenault. Yep. DJ Shark is really good. And then what? Keelan they Cole. They brought in Chris Conley. Yep. Keelan Cole. So D. maybe D. Westbrook. You just DD Westbrook for super cheap. I and I also don't mind Keelan Cole. I think he can also play a little slot. I think he could probably return some kicks. He had decent amount of yards. What did he have this year? Six hundred and fifty yards and five touchdowns. I feel like that's the market you're in, is basically vet minimum up to like three million. I'd take, and if, I'd take a stab at any one of those guys. Yeah, so keep an eye on those Jags receivers. Other than that, those are the UFAs that I have down. Some guys that could be cut, Deshaun Jackson, Elshon Jeffrey, Marquise Goodwin, and that's just the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, he's a slot guy. He's just old, you know? Like, these guys are just kind of old, like D-Jax. Would it be sweet to add him as like just a burner that comes in every so often and just burns on the field? Sure. Is he going to pull his hamstring in the preseason and we'll never get to use him? Absolutely. 100%. You know? <laughs> it's like every time he signs with someone and then you do your fantasy draft, there's like the one guy who like only remembers D-Jax from like 10 years ago. And they're like, yeah, I got D-Jax. And then week three comes around and where is he? Where's D-Jax? <laughs> He's on the waiver way. He's now. injured. He's with Alshon Jeffrey. They're both hurt. Uh Otherwise, Adam Humphreys is like your classic white slot receiver. I don't know. Sure. Why not? He got way overpaid. They cut him. We get to pick up a, a, a guy who is like way overpaid and now probably no one likes him. Uh, Golden Tate. Does he play a little slot? Yeah, he plays some slot. He could probably I'll do ta- both. I'll take that. So, And then Jameson Crowder, who we talked about. I'll I feel like my favorite is Jameson Crowder because if he's cut, he don't hurt the comp hit. Nope. I like Jameson Crowder. Or the I, Jags guys. Yep. Crowder or the Jags guys, I like Golden Tate, but I think he's a little bit out of our price range. Yeah, some of the guys that, like, obviously, like Curtis Samuel, that's a dream. Like, he would be perfect. He's like a good gadget guy. Good gadget slot guy. Yeah. Burner. He's a All real receiver and also can do gadget stuff. So, I just. Well, yeah, they were lining him up in the backfield. He, uh, two years ago, he was running a bunch of, uh, of go routes and shit like that. It, and he's magnificent. 25 years old. So he'll probably get like twelve million or something, but he'd be fun. All right, now to the offensive line. This is this is where our money's hopefully spent. Our bread and butter, right? Yeah. Here. This is this is those other spots. 
Honestly, quarterback, running back, tight end, I doubt we even touch the market. Receiver, I'm thinking we add hopefully someone better than Kendall Wright or who was that tall white guy that everyone like was doing gifts about? Oh, um, Taylor. Jordan Taylor? No. Jordan Taylor, Jordan yeah. Taylor, trash. I was, I was thinking of the racist Riley Cooper. Oh, Riley Cooper. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully someone's slightly better than that. Someone where we sign him and it's like, oh, okay, this is our number three. Although not, BC Johnson is still kind of decent. Not Tajay Sharp. Yeah, see, that's another one we did. Tajay Sharp. And we were like, oh, yeah, this guy could be like a, like a depth guy. And then he sucked. No, I, I want BC at four. I want a real number three. Yeah, I, I would like, like, Jamison Crowder is our three. I'll take Adam Humphreys. I'll take Adam Humphreys. I'll take Keelan Cole. Let's do it. Uh, all right, on to, let's start with, well, let's do center. We don't care about center. Yep, don't care, don't about, care center. about center. I'm hoping Corey Lindsley goes somewhere else besides Green Bay. That's all that really matters. Uh, hopefully he goes to Miami and we never never to be heard from again. Yeah. Next. Next. Uh, let's jump to, let's go. Let's go. Let's go tackles. All the way to the outside, tackle. Okay. The blue chipper on the market, Trent Williams. We almost had him last year. Out of our price range. Out of our price range. Yeah, I don't, you'd have to do some cutting, a crazy contract. It doesn't really work with him either. Like you could do the long contract with the like low front end. He's 33. So you're going to give him a five-year deal? Uh, no. He played really good last year. Didn't get hurt. Kind of was the thing, you know, when we were thinking of trading him, everyone's like, do you really want a guy that's injured all the time? Well, it worked out really well for the 49ers, although they didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, next best, I would say, is Taylor Moten. Yeah. I'm Sounds about, like he could get tagged. Yeah, and I feel like he's also out of our price range. Yeah, he's one that you maybe could do the funny five-year deal because he's 27, so you probably would be signing a five-year deal. Where, But I think he's going to get, like, massively paid. I still think we could fit a massively paid five-year deal under You think you, like, five years, $80 million? Yeah, you're just, what you're doing is you're just pushing tons of money into those those future years. Say, I mean, you could make his cap hit like six, seven million bucks. Now, it's going to get massive. It's going to get, but it's like what they do with Trey Flowers. It's what we do with Delvin Cook. Like this year, his cap hit is nothing. I mean, it's something, but it's it's low. Uh, do I think we're getting Taylor Moten? No. Daryl Williams, he was the tackle from Carolina, got a one-year deal with Buffalo, and then played really well. Yeah, moved to guard. Did he? Or did he play tackle? I think tackle? he played tackle for them because they have okay. those two those two other guards up. John something who's a free agent. And then I think they have another. I think they have, I think they have, they have like three guys in their offensive line that are all free agents. You know what worries me about Buffalo and like even like Ravens and even Packer offensive linemen? Nobody rushes those quarterbacks. Yeah. Because you have to do like the controlled rush. So like that makes you look really good when maybe you're not that good. Yeah, because you're not really getting everyone going haywire right at the quarterback. Like when 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 Daniel Hunter plays the Packers, he doesn't get to just blow past Brian Balaga or whoever the hell's there at the time. He has to be like, hold on, don't let Rodgers escape the pocket, you know. So, but I don't, I don't. Daryl Williams, 28 years old. I I just rather get Riley Reef back. Yeah, I, than some of these guys. Like I don't. Would I be mad if we got Trent Williams? No, but. I mean, I guess you could cut Reef and then use that money to pay Trent Williams. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I'd rather keep Reef and cut other people, maybe look at the, look at the guards. Yeah. So other uh, tackles, Russell Okun, another yeah. older guy who's been pretty good. Alejandro Villanueva. Not really a scheme fit. Yeah, he's a stealer. I don't think he's ever really played in our scheme. 33 years old. I. No, thanks. Yeah, I mean, again, I just don't think these are really fitting what we need. Uh, Matt Feeler, who I think is also a Stealer, 28 also years old. Also a Stealer. 
Uh, Kelvin Beecham, I feel like that guy's always out there. I don't know, Jets guy? He Jets, was Jets guy, guy, yeah. Cam Robinson, who's never been as good as they'd hoped. It's probably some... He might get re-signed anyways. Oh, really? Is he Jags? Yeah. Yeah. Then there's you know Cameron Fleming, DeMar Dotson, Just like Tate keep, Ty Samarillo. Keep like, Reef or draft a tackle. Like, well, because honestly, if you're not... If you're dipping into like that lower area, like you know Cameron Fleming and DeMar Dotson, like, what's the point? That's just another, uh, who's that right guard? Like Josh Klein type, I guess. Like is I guess it's like a placeholder for a year. But you have Ezra, you have Reef, and you have O'Neal. Like why not just let one of them play tackle? Yeah, I, I don't know. And are any of those guys that we would pay, besides like Trent Williams, Moton, Daryl Williams, are any of them actually like better than Reef, or is the idea of moving on from Reef? Better than yeah. actually moving on from Reef. That's what's funny. It's like you cut Reef and sign, say you sign Daryl Williams. I don't know if Daryl Williams is any better, but I guarantee fans will be like, yeah, we added a tackle. Sweet. Well, you had one. Yeah. Like you just opened up a hole to fill it with another person. Yeah. And like, what What if Daryl Williams gets paid and it's like, yeah, meh. Yeah. yeah. Now you don't have anyone. Did you see we gave um, Reef his $1 million bonus? That he missed out on because he had COVID week 17. No, I did not see that. So he, Always a percentage He had snaps. to play like 94% of snaps to get a million dollars after we restructured his deal when we like threatened to cut him. And in week 17, he had COVID. So it was like if we ran... 68 plays yeah, or something. Yeah, then he would have been fine, but we ran too many plays. Uh, Chris Thomason was on it. I, if you remember that, he was like, that's play 17. Yeah. Reef's going to lose money. <laughs> uh, it was really weird that he was so obsessed with it. But the Wilfs gave him his million dollars. But it's going to hit this year's cap. So it's like, I feel like we plan on keeping Reef. Yeah, like I, I agree. feel like a restructured, maybe three-year deal or two-year deal. Even a two-year deal. Like Spend you could, the money out just to next year. Just yeah, save us some time. Save us some cap. You were good this year. Probably his best year as a Viking, besides maybe his first year. It was 2017 his first year? He's been here for five years now, I believe. So he, Yeah, I think 2017 would have been. 2020. He was the left tackle for Keenum, right? Yeah, 17. Yeah, four years would be 2017. Yeah, because yeah, 2016 was Bradford year. And with, Bradford uh, had a terrible left tackle. Yeah, because Justin, Jake Long Jake always Long came, came around, in, yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah, he, I mean, he had a good year, obviously, that year. And then. But I would say between this year and 2017, yeah, those are. He his played two really best good this years. year. There's, like, there's no denying it. Yeah, he's getting older, but he played really well. So, if you could get him to restructure and then. Lower his cap hit, like I'd keep him. Especially He's, if you could lower his cap hit by like four or five million, like if he does yeah. a really big solid. So you've got, and at that point, all you need to do is get a guard, get a left guard, and you and you still maybe have the future left tackle in Ezra or Brian O'Neill, however you want to do it. So it kind of might make sense just to be like, Reef, we need we need one more year out of you. Oh, just buy us some time. Buy us Here's some, some time. money. Yeah. Buy us some time. Because honestly, besides Moten and Williams, I don't think any of these other left tackles are any better than he is. And he's a scheme bit. He's a leader in the locker room. Yeah, I. What's the really point? besides Moton or obviously Trent Williams? I I don't really want any. I don't want to dip into the tackles. I'm more interested in the guards. It's interesting. I would have said almost guaranteed. Reef would have been on my. I would cut him. You know, like beginning of the year. It's like, cool, we brought him back for another year, but like I'm cutting him. $11 million saved? No way am I bringing him back. And now it's like, our offensive line needs help. Why am I going to cut what was probably our most stable lineman last year? Yeah, Can't, you, It's you hard do. to do. I do need to restructure that contract, but... Yeah, we have to do something with Reef, but, you know, 
kicking him out the door is not the answer to yeah. what we need to do with yeah. Reeve. You're making a weakness worse. So. Yeah, we go from needing to fill one hole to, to guaranteeing two. filling two yeah. on what was one of the worst offensive lines already. Yeah, I mean, you're it would be terrible. So let's look at guards. All of a sudden, you're looking at a whole new left side of the offensive line. And if you're not getting... Who are you getting to play left tackle unless you're moving Ezra? Unless you, in your mind, are like, Ezra's the left tackle of the future or O'Neal, and those are the bookends. That's the only reason I would say you would move on from Reeve. If you want those guys to be your tackles and you're going to go find two new guards, maybe you sign one and then draft one, that's that's one plan. But from what I can tell, they are happy with Ezra guard. Yeah. And I'm... then there's no dude here that fits. Taylor Moten probably, like, age-wise, is good. Like, 27, good player, actually an upgrade maybe. He's just gonna get paid way too much money. Yeah. And then now, if we go to guard, like Brandon Scherf, that would be a fucking home run. Like that would be the one guy on offense that for sure I would be an absolute like dream signing. He's probably too expensive, but my God, would that be perfect? You just plug him in, and now you got Reef, Scherf, Bradbury, Ezra, Brad O'Neill, and now you don't have to draft an offensive lineman in the first round. Ooh, then you could tackle edge. You can start going corner. after those defensive spots. Everybody uh, loves first-round cornerbacks oh, here in First-round corners. People are clamoring for them. Or you, you know, you kind of get a luxury. Like, maybe, maybe you can draft a receiver at that point. Well, yeah, you, um, you could take a quarterback. Like, you could, you could go so many different ways if you've plugged your offensive line. But Brandon Scherf, probably too expensive. But if I were to rank, like... Of all the free agents, who would I want the most? Brandon Scherf's a guy, I think. Over Joe Thune. Over Joe Thune. I think he's just a better scheme fit and a better player overall. But Joe Thune, probably number two. Like, I would probably have Joe Thune than Trent Williams just on age alone. And I'd rather have a guard. Joe Thune, next on my list of guards, 28 years old. He's one year younger than Scherf. Played with the Patriots. Got franchise tag last year. Don't think they're going to double tag him. No, I think... He's I mean, not they, they drafted Michael Onwenu oh, yeah. uh, in the sixth round. And had they known that he was going to be, uh, I think he made the all-rookie team or mm-hmm. whatever. They probably wouldn't even have bought They probably him. would have tagged and traded Joe yeah. Thune so to the Vikings for a second-round pick instead of Yannick. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so Joe Thune would be... That would be one where it's not... It's way better than just like a body. Like He's, he's really good. I just don't. I, I feel like he's also going to get paid a lot of money. Yeah, I think. I mean, he got franchise tag for a reason. So another one that would be a total home run, though. Plug him in, left guard. Let's go. Like yep, offensive that, line's done. Yep. Don't have to worry anymore. Uh, Jermaine Fetty. Like, is what's the point? John Miller, Ethan Posick, Colecchio Semele. There's a name. That's like, the one that I'd be most interested in. But he's 32, and I'm. Uh, am I more interested in the name or the game? Probably. The name. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he's even there, like, much. I mean, I'm sure he's got snaps where he plays really well, but 32, I don't I don't know. And I feel like, yeah, at 32, I feel like he was already probably not really a scheme fit, but now that he's older that's and That's the thing. Slower, we need athletic, really... like, limber linemen. I'm not so sure that guys that are 32 and are, I mean, he was always, like, more strength anyways. Like, I don't think at this point he can fit it. Yeah. Uh, Brian Winters, Force Lamp. Those are two names that I'm kind of interested in. Like, probably cheaper. I mean, Forrest Lamp, former second-round pick? I think A lot so. of people liked him in that draft, and then he just kind of never did anything. And got got hurt for yeah. a little bit. Uh, these are kind of like the uh, 
the Josh Klein. I was bin. just gonna say that these are the Josh Kleins. These are the guys that we probably are shopping for, and it's a, it's sort of like a backstop to how bad you can be. It's like okay, let's sign Forrest Lamp, but it doesn't mean we won't draft Elijah Vera Tucker and make Forrest Lamp the backup. It's just this is the worst we want to be. Exactly. At this so like maybe we all of a sudden you know Quiddy Pay's available, and we're like ah, let's go Quiddy Pay, and we'll just deal with Forrest Lamp as our starter. Oh. We'll draft somebody the next time we're up. Hopefully, he can push Forrest Lamp yeah, out the door. At least you're not your backstop isn't Drew Samia, and which means or Dakota Dozier, or Dakota Dozier. So or AC Collins. Yeah, or yeah, AC Collins. That's what they nicknamed him. A lot easier than Avante yeah. or whatever. Uh, all right, so Jr. Sweezy, uh, Quentin Spain, Quentin Spain, I believe was signed then cut, cleared waivers, and then the Bengals got him yeah, or something. Very similar to Pat Elfline. Who probably is also a free agent if you want to bring him back. Uh, speaking of AC Collins, so do you think they call him AC because it's Aviante Collins AC? Which, if you go with that row, why do they call him AC Collins? Why don't they just call him AC? You know what's funny is I didn't even put AC together as like, that's his first and last initial. I was like, must be a C in Aviante because I don't know what's going on here. No, AC no. Collins. It just re- rolls up the tongue. Don't they call uh, Andre Patterson something? AC? No. His name's just Andre Patterson, huh? uh, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Uh, the other one that we could talk about was just cut. Nick Easton. The square body, Nick Easton. He's played all right with the Saints. I I think he's too fat now. I'm not interested. Not in interested. Nick not Easton. at all. Not, not bringing at him all. back. Not okay. even for vet minimum. Let's bring him in and see what he can do. Because you get that name in the door, and everyone's bitching and moaning until he sees the field and gets blown over. I believe Nick Easton was on our 2017 team. He was. That's a winner. Honestly, I personally would not be upset if we brought back Nick Easton. Not if we gave him a starting role. If we just gave him a starting role, that's a little rich for me. But if we just brought him back as like, maybe you'll start, but you're probably a backup, I'd be fine with it. I got, I got no ill will with Nick Easton. I don't know what you hold against the man. Um, not a scheme fit. Probably not at this point. I mean, he's 29, but he was kind of always a boulder out there. Um, so, yeah, probably not interested. The other people that I saw that could possibly cut, Trey Turner who just got traded to the Chargers last year. He's $11 million they save. And I just looked up his PFF grade. He was trash last year. Oh, okay. like I was a Trey Turner. Wow, yeah. And I looked it up. It was horrible. Jaleel they, Johnson levels of bad. Oh, because they swapped him for Russell Okun. Yep. Yeah, like basically straight up, I think. I think it was, and everyone was like, oh, Trey Turner, way way like younger. Young, younger but apparently better. not good at football. Yeah. At least he wasn't this year, according to PFF. And then the other tackle, which I didn't mention, was Nate Solder. They saved $10 million, But that guy's like... Can he move? I, I, yeah, like no. not, definitely not a scheme fit. Like he's a, a true. No, you if you don't think Riley Reef can move, wait till you see yeah. Nate <laughs> Wait till move. you see this. He's Jake Long without the talent. Uh okay, so that's that's offense. Um I feel like if I had to obviously grab anyone, it's sure for Thuney. Yeah, sure for Thuney. Otherwise, I feel like if we don't get if we don't go lineman like starter, I'm grabbing a receiver. And I'm just grabbing like Keelan Cole or DD or some cheap receiver. You know, if Yes, I, I agree. And if we're going to go Thune and Scherf out there, if you want to go receiver, you know, Chris Godwin played a lot of slot. You're out, of your, you're out of your mind. <laughs> he ain't coming to be, a, to be a third banana. Well, actually, he'd probably pass Thielen. He'd probably start above him. I mean, I feel like dream receiver is if Curtis Samuel somehow finds a suppressed market and we can get him. But uh, I, I think uh, Scherf, Thune... 
And then receivers, Samuel Crowder. Yeah, and I like, love the Crowder one. I mean, I just feel like as a as a cut guy, you know. There's a lot of receivers, honestly. Like, if it is a suppressed market, you can't just go grab a a Crowder or a Humphreys or a Keelan Cole. I or feel like you we actually Emmanuel might be Sanders. able to because there's just a plethora of good receivers, not only just in the free agency class, but already, like, rostered by yeah, teams. Yeah, and draft-wise, it's supposed to be a super deep one, too. Yeah. I mean, the free agency class is, like, crazy deep. I mean, Robinson, Godwin, Galladay, Fuller, Smith-Schuster, Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel, Nelson Aguilar, Sammy Watkins, Marvin Jones. Like, So you name all those guys. That's already 10 spots. Yeah, and then there's even, you know, like, A.J. Green. I don't know, does he get a little money? And then if you start dumping in all these cut guys like Elshon and... Golden Tate and all this. I mean, who the hell's paying Jameson Crowder? Is someone really paying him something? Maybe not. I mean, I and especially with it. I mean, you go look at people's cap space. Half the teams are already over the cap right now. Yeah, which means there's going to be, be more people cut and dumped into this pile. They're not going to have any money. So I would, if you could get a one year, you know, like a bunch of these guys going to do one year deals because they just want to go right back on the market next year when the cap shoots back up. Hopefully, Crowder for one year, three million. Let's go. Book it. We'll uh, take a pause here, and then we'll uh, hit defense. Yeah, let's do that. All right, welcome back. We'll uh, we'll jump to the defense. We'll start with some uh, some edge rushers. Edge rushers. Okay. Do we? Well, I, there's a lot of big names out there, but there's a lot of like three, four edge rushers. We we kind of want to like skim past those. Yeah. Guys well, we're too. not going to go for a three, four. I mean, like J- Jadavion Clowney would be kind of amazing because he's like a big edge that can stop the run. He's like not as good as he was supposed to be, but he's really good, and he'd be great opposite Hunter. Again, probably too expensive. Yep. Uh, Carl Lawson, former Bengal, fan more of, of him, a, more of a pass rusher compared to like Clowney, uh, which is nice. Why not? Sure. Uh, probably out of our price range. Probably out of our price range. He's twenty six. Clowney's twenty eight. Trey Hendrickson, twenty six, had a, like a breakout year with the Saints. Yeah, thirteen and a half sacks yeah. last year. I mean, sacks don't always tell the whole story, but that's. Still 13 and a half sacks. That's a 4-3, right? Yep, that's 4-3. Yeah, so all those guys could fit. Shaquille Barrett. He was in the uh, the the Marcus Williams, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I saw that. They were talking about that draft. You know, he's like, add him to the pile. And, and that Alex Anzalone was yeah, in that draft. Who's been a solid linebacker for yeah. him. Uh, Shaquille Barrett, he's more of a 3-4 guy, right? Yeah, 3-4 so. edge. Uh, at 19 and a half sacks two years ago. Yeah, he's either going to get tagged again or paid a ton. He doesn't probably fit us very well. I mean, Zimmer wants DNs that can stop the run on the way to the quarterback. Like, we don't we don't want, like, some tiny guy that's just a pass. Like, I feel like that's why Yannick got traded. Because he was all pass rush, no run stop. Just didn't fit really what Zimmer wanted. Yeah. So, uh, we won't be getting him, who's also a free agent. Uh, Olivier Vernon. I feel like prime Olivier would be a great fit. Yep, he sent a massive deal uh, back in the uh, yep. what was that four years ago now? Yeah, probably he played out the whole deal. Uh, he's still Got- playing well. He's thirty now. Like I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed if it was a somewhat decent offer. True. Uh, Olivier Vernon got traded for Kevin Zeitler. Zittler. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And he's actually a potential cut candidate. I wanted to bring him up in the guards. Oh, okay. And he'd be, I mean, he's probably like a notch below. Thune and Scherf. Yeah. But that also means his price tag is going to be a notch below and that. And again, as a cut, doesn't affect the comp. So it's no. like, if you're going to lose that Anthony Harris third, fourth round pick, if you think that's what you're getting by signing Thune, maybe you sign Zeitler instead and you keep that pick. No. Uh, but th- he was just brought up uh, because of the trade for Vernon. Vernon. Yeah. I, I think Vernon would be a, a good fit 
he's 30 older, but whatever. Uh, I've got down Melvin Ingram. Is he more three four edge? No. Uh, play a little four three with they, him. They moved to a four three, and he's did. been playing uh, with his hand in the ground opposite of Joey Bosa. Thirty two years old, but I don't know, talented player. Nope. Tack McKinley. Uh, journeyman so far, yeah. former first round. Young, pick. I feel like again more name than actually production. Yeah. Who else? Everson Griffin. Heard of him? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, he lost his mind a little again and started like you know ripping on Kirk and stuff. So maybe it doesn't work anymore. But we know he's a good fit. Oh. He didn't play bad last year. He wasn't prime Griffin, but he's he's was wasn't a slouch out there either. No, not at all. Um, Do you have any more edge guys that you like? I've got some uh, lower tier uh, edge guys that I do like that I won't mind taking a flyer on. Uh, John Simon from the Patriots. Uh, He's like 30. Uh, Vinny Curry, we've brought him up in the past. Vinny Curry, yeah, yeah. He's a a name. I like him. Uh, There's uh, Brandon Mayoa from the Seahawks that I like, also 30. Uh, a lot of these guys are actually like 30 plus, so I feel like they're like right in our area. Yeah, because I feel like that's fine. I assume with one of our early picks, we're either going to take a three tech or an edge. But even if you do take an edge first round, like if it's Russo or Quiddy Pay or Jalen Phillips or someone, okay, that's fine if you've got John Simon there also. Like yep. whatever. Uh, Trent Murphy, 30 uh, from the Bills. Uh, I like the kind of a tweet, like a. The good tweener, Danico Autry from the Colts. He plays three tech and DN. He's like 285. So can play edge on like first down uh, as a run stopper and then move inside. Yeah, kind of like that in the roll sec. from back in the day. Yep. yep. Uh, and Solomon Thomas is a free agent. He's 26. Is he really? Yep. Oh, wow. He was uh, hurt all year last year, right? Yeah. And is he, he edge, though? I feel like in our defense, he'd be. He played uh, edge for the Niners, but I think last year, the year before, they started sliding him in uh, at three tech. Okay, because he's also like two eighty five. Yeah, he's kind of a tweener. He's another yeah. tweener. But I feel like with us, I'd, I probably would slide him with three tech, maybe. But I guess you could outside and then bring him in. You know. Yep. And then uh, Dietrich Wise for uh, the Patriots. He's twenty seven. Um, kind of uh, more of a run stopper. That's than a pass I mean, rusher, well, you know. pull guys from the Patriots, you're getting a three four mix of guy, but it's like. That but, usually means their ends. If you're get, if you're not grabbing the edge guy, who's probably pure pass rush, if you go in, they're their end. It's like a run stopping end. Yeah, which is all right. That's I mean, it's not a bad thing. No, nope. so, if you're getting like the Hunter Pat- back, the Patriots uh, have like that. That their five techs are they're not like your normal mm-hmm. big five techs. They're the like a big four three D N. Well, because like, they do a lot of multiple too, so they need to be able to like fluctuate to a 4-3. Like, I always thought Everson Griffin would fit really Absolutely. nicely in yeah. with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I feel like Dietrich Wise is the same kind of like body type as Everson Griffin. But Romeo Acora, is he more of a 3-4 edge type? No, he's uh, also 4-3. Because 25 years old and kind of a breakout season. Uh, some of that was a lot in just like two games. But if you're looking for like a young guy to try to go grab... Oh, he's and, a he's a he's a name to keep an eye on. He was from what Notre Dame. His little brother's on yeah, the Lions they just now too. Drafted him last year, I think. And then there's the three four guys. I mean, like Leonard Floyd. That's a three four, right? Yeah. And then Alden Smith. I mean, I, I don't even know if he's. Yeah. I. No yeah. thanks. Yeah, Hassan Reddick, three four. Three four. Yeah, 
and he's he had a breakout season. So, well, uh, he had like five or six sacks against the Giants yeah, alone. Which you have three sacks the rest of the year, and you have nine, and you're looking <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Uh, I feel like I, Zimmer seemed like he definitely wants to pressure the quarterback, and he thought we need to improve that. Now, obviously, when you lose Michael Pierce and you lose Hunter, that's going to help. But I can't imagine that we don't sign someone along the defensive line. Yep. So, I mean, if it's DN or three-tech, it's going to be somewhere, I think. Also, so for DNs, that could be cut. It's actually not. It's a pretty decent group. Uh, Preston Smith, $12 million, but he's a little more 3-4. Three, four. Three, four. Cody put his hand in the dirt, maybe? I don't know. We'll s- Probably not. Who knows? Uh, Dante Fowler Jr., $8 million they save. D Ford, $15 million they save. Uh, Derek Barnett, that's the old Sam Bradford trade. Not, I mean, that's not a superstar, but he could start for you. Yeah. And then uh, old buddy Steven Weatherly, okay. who they would save $5.9 million by cutting him. Dude had zero sacks last year. Why would you pay him $6 million? This is like Eric Wilson getting paid $4 million. Like, why do you, like, come on. These guys aren't that good. Every Viking fan knew Steven Weatherly was like, not good enough to be a starter, but good enough to be in a rotation. Let's bring him back for $2 million and put him in rotation with Odenabo. If you're just looking for that backstop. Yep. Good backstop. Uh, all right. Should we jump to DTs? Yeah, let's jump to DTs. Uh, I got some pulled up here. What do you... Uh, I would say the best one of the group, which I don't even know. Like, Leonard Williams, I think when our defense would play three-tech. Pretty sure he's been playing mostly five-tech. Yep. I think uh, the Giants started playing like a multiple yep. front. And would move inside to three tech, and that's where he had a lot of pressures and sacks it's, at this. It's year. the classic. Oh, look at the awesome three tech coming out of college, and then some stupid three four team drafts. Some sticks him at five tech, and you never hear from him again. Oh. and it's frustrating. And then we're always like, hey, if we draft, if we got that guy, we could move him to three tech, and he could actually go get the quarterback. So, probably someone that's out of our price range, but would definitely be a hey, let's start getting some interior pressure. Yeah, I mean, you have Leonard Williams, Pierce Hunter. That edge guy could be a Denebo. You know, you need to. Yeah, you can have Odenabo and Wanham just yeah. filtering. And if you want to get crazy, you know, you sign Leonard Williams and you draft Pay and you just go wild. Uh, otherwise, Shelby Harris, I really like. And, and just ignore the offense. Yeah, they were good last year. Come on, find it, right. find a slightly better Dozier, and you've you've improved the offense tenfold. Uh, Shelby Harris is thirty, but man, that guy's good. Yeah, when we played him, he killed it. PFF yeah, that's grade. funny. Like, uh, I didn't know who Shelby Harris was till he destroyed the yeah. fucking Vikings. And then, like, I've like looked him up, and it's like, oh, like all the Bronco fans are like, yeah, Shelby Harris, super underrated, like good player. And I was looking up PFF grades. Dude is eighty-eight point three. Oh, last year. It's... Like, I don't. I mean, obviously, you don't put a lot of you know ton of stock into these things, but like, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, so, twenty-nine turns thirty. Yeah. Uh, in August. So, I mean, I would definitely take him. Like, if you could get him for far cheaper than Leonard Williams, I'd rather have Shelby Harris. Uh, other DTs, but Derek Wolf, Sheldon Rankins. Damakon Sue. Damakon Sue. Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, Mike Daniels. That guy faded away. John Hankins. Uh, let's see here. I mean, Delvin Tomlinson, more of a nose. But he's cool if you want to go with two big guys in the middle. Mike Daniels is a free agent. Jonathan Hankins. Did you say Daquan Jones? No, I did not. Um, yeah, so. Uh, PJ Hall. Yeah, PJ Hall took a cup of coffee with us, failed his physical, and then uh, actually played a while with the Texans. Yeah, Super Bowl champion Raheem Nunez Roches. The guy uh, 
Had some flashes. I feel like so my favorite out of that whole group would be Shelby Harris, I feel like. If I'm signing someone, obviously Leonard Williams is like the gold star, but I don't think we're getting that guy. Yeah, I really like uh, really like Shelby Harris. I, there's a couple names here I'm looking, I'm just scrolling through right now. Uh, Chiefs, that uh, Tano Passignon. Okay, yeah. Uh, looks like uh, they've got him labeled as a DT. Okay. So he'd be a pass rushing three tech. Uh, Chris Wormley from the Steelers. Oh, yeah. Would be another probably three-tech because yeah. he's probably stuck at five-tech. Yep. Uh, David Gacho from the Dolphins. I think he had a down year last year, but he was uh, showing pass rush ability the last couple of years. I know he was kind of like a fan favorite starting out. Uh, anyone else I see here real quick? That's that's about it So what I've got. As far as... The cut potential guys, my favorite, the whole group, Geno Atkins. If he gets cut, which saves them $11 million bucks, he was hurt all last year. Years before that, though, still playing great, according to PFF grades, uh, which is really the only way. I don't watch Bengal games, so what am I supposed to go off of? Uh, if he gets cut, reunite him with Zimmer. He's, I don't know, how old is Geno Atkins? 32. Yeah, he's got he's getting up there. But he had, like, this... Like if Nandama can sue can keep playing till he's thirty five, like why can't Geno Atkins? As long as he gets the body right, that'd be fun. I feel uh, like that guy's underrated his whole career because he was with the Bengals. True. And now other DTs, it's actually a, another good spot to grab someone. Sheldon Richardson, would you bring him back? I would. They save eleven and a half million. Now there's talks they might sign JJ Watt, who maybe would play three tech for us. Free- Free agent. Yeah, would he be edge or three-tech? Probably, three oh, probably a little both, maybe. Probably a little both. I'd love to put him at three-tech and like, see what's going on. But J.J. Watt, not coming here. Uh, but it sounds like the Browns are really interested. Maybe it's a thing where they would cut Sheldon Richardson because that's a lot of money on your D-line. Miles Garrett, Sheldon Richardson, J.J. Watt. Like, you got to open up something. So you could bring him back. Gerald Casey's another one. Mal- Malik Jackson, the old Jaguar. Well, Denver to Jacksonville to Eagles got hurt this entire season. Recently restructured his contract, so basically that they can cut him later and they save a bunch of money. I'm a fan. So that would be another buy low, like three tech. Michael Brockers, also available, or possibly available. Uh, probably a three tech with us. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's a decent group of uh, guys that could be cut. Yeah, I, uh, I Kawan Short was cut. Oh yeah, Kawan Short was just cut. Uh, is he was... more nose or more three tech? Three tech. Because they drafted Derek Brown to be the nose. Yep. And K1... Was hurt most of last season too, so yeah. it's actually like I really like Sheldon Rankins for that age, but you know, do I really want to give the Saints a comp pick? Saints haven't had comp picks in years because they sign people, oh, but they, but they might be not able be able to. to. Yeah, yeah. So of that whole group, I feel like if if Geno Act can get cut, it's just it's meant to be. Go back to Paul Gunther and Mike Zimmer. Who's the uh, Jill McCoy? Would he be available? Is he still alive? Was he Cowboys? Tor- he got hurt Tor- immediately. Yeah, I think he would be. They didn't send him to more than a one-year deal. Bring him I mean, back. Eh, dudes, I think that dude's ready to be a coach or something. All right, let's go linebackers. We don't – I mean, we might as well just move past them. I don't – Levante yeah. David, Denzel Perriman, K.J. Wright, Gian Brown, Matt Milano. We're not paying a linebacker. Nope. Unless we cut Barr, which is getting back to the Riley Reef thing. Why are you cutting – we're a good be, player to create a hole that you then need to fill. We're going to be in on like the uh, the Reggie Raglins, the Sean Lees, like, the Kevin Minters, the Raekwon McMillans, like those guys. 
Ruben Foster, Michael Ruben Kendricks. Foster. <laughs> Michael Kendricks. Maybe we bring in Eric's brother. Uh, who's I feel surprisingly like, still out of jail. Yeah. I, I feel like we probably just roll with Barr, Kendricks, uh, Troy Dye. Who's some of those other random linebackers we had this year? I think there was another one. Is Cameron Smith coming back from his yeah. hard, hard thing? And then what? You draft another random in the middle rounds? I don't think we even shop in them. When's the last time we signed a linebacker? Todd Davis, because he was a street guy, but like an actual signing? We've never done it. Like it's Eric Wilson, Ben Gideon. No, we I... don't. We don't waste our time on those guys. No. So, anyways, let's jump to cornerback. Okay, cornerback. Uh... I can't imagine we sign a big name because we have, you know, two first round picks in Hughes and Gladney. Although I don't know what Hughes' future is like, and then you have Dantzler. But a veteran in the group, like a, a solid vet that'll be okay being like a depth guy. Yeah, I'm trying to scroll here. Uh, Jason McCourty, probably out of our price range. Drake Kirkpatrick. So I looked at Drake Kirkpatrick. Again, according to PFF, horrible season. Oh, yeah? Horrible. Uh, uh, Dequars Dennard, 30, had a good season, though. Okay. Uh, so he's Bush- not bad. Bashad Breland. Breland, that'd be a nice one. Uh, Jonathan Joseph played for the Cardinals last and year. Played, apparently, again, not it wasn't a, you know anything to write home about, but he played well. Like okay. for a thirty-seven-year-old corner, he'd be good. He was a Zimmer guy. Yep. Oh. Uh, some other guys. I mean, AJ Bouye was just cut. Probably, I don't know if he's going to get paid again. But some of the top of the market: William Jackson, Jason Verrett, Ronald Darby, Xavier Rhodes had a bounce-back season. Cameron Sutton. They're all playing cover right. too. Not yeah. impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Sidney Jones. Do you buy low on his injury-prone career? Yeah, I'd give. I'd take a stab at him. Shaquille Griffin of the Seahawks would probably get paid, huh? I would think so. He's only twenty six years old. Michael Davis of the Chargers, twenty six. I'd never heard of him. Apparently, pretty solid corner. Generic, very generic name though. Michael Davis. Yeah, I'm not impressed. No wonder why I've never heard of him. Um, he's no Champ Bailey. That's a good name. Or Chris McAllister. Yeah, those are, those were good corners back in the day. Uh, yeah, Kevin King, the guy who got burned right before halftime. Oh. There's also Mac Alexander will be available if you're looking for a pure nickel, but pretty sure Gladney's taking the nickel spot. Yep. Uh, Desmond King, another nickel. That's pretty pretty good, usually. I think he did. Can't he play safety, too. Did he leave the Chargers? I think they ended up getting rid of him. They right? traded him to the Titans. Yeah. Uh, and then Nikel Rebel, Roby Coleman, who's always around as a nickel to grab, but he actually had a pretty bad season last year. So I feel like I like the, the former Bengals, Jonathan Joseph. Dark Horse Denard. Someone that is over 29 years old, that's okay being a fourth stringer, fucking help these young guys learn the scheme. Like, what Terrence Newman was for Waynes. You know, like... Get Jonathan Joseph in the room. Yeah, like, he's exactly what Terrence Newman was without the speed. Terrence Newman was, like, 37 when we brought yeah. him in. And, he, and Joseph isn't completely washed. He played well last year. Not again. Well. I, I didn't even know that he was still in the league. I, I Before I did this, I thought he was gone. I thought no one signed him. I know he was with the Texans for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was just the, the Texans before. The Bengals to the Texans, and that was it? No. Oh. So, yeah, I, don't, I mean... This kind of reminds me of the receiver position. Like, we're sort of set, but adding another guy wouldn't be, I would be okay with. Especially because I don't really know what Mike Hughes' deal is. Mike Hughes is clearly talented, but he just can't stay on the field. And it's a neck thing. Yeah. And I just feel like we need a vet. You know, just. Yeah, there's no vet there. Because, you know, teammates can't always go to their coaches. They they might feel a lot more comfortable going to their teammates going, hey, 
I'm having problems with this. How yeah, coach has been like like ragging on me for weeks trying to work on it, and I can't get it to stick. How do I get it to stick? Yeah, and even like someone like a Jonathan Joseph, Jonathan Joseph might go, "Hey, I noticed you're doing this wrong. Yeah. You know, I've been in this scheme before, and I know you should be playing with this leverage on this play." Oh. So, I think it would help him out. Denard, Jonathan who cares Joseph, what Pat says? Who cares what Patterson says? Yeah. Do it this way. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, we also, that was another coaching change. We brought in the Alabama DB coach. Oh, yeah. Instead of the, our guy left to go to LSU, Yep. and we brought in the Bama guy. So, Patrick Sertain, move him up on your boards, people. We got the inside scoop. I guess maybe move him down. You never know. Uh, all right, should we jump to safety? Yeah, let's jump to safety. Uh, pretty big safety market. Yeah, that's where I feel like Anthony Harris isn't going to get paid everything he thinks he's going to because it is a nice safety market. No, because I can start saying the uh, names of how many players I'd want rather than Anthony Harris yeah. right now. And it's Marcus May, One, uh, Justin Simmons, two, Marcus Williams, three, uh, Kareem Jackson Kareem, for, pri- oh, okay. for Price. John Johnson. John Johnson, Keanu Neal, Malik Hooker. Like, yeah, like, honestly. Jaquiski Tart. It's a good group. Rayshon Jenkins. Xavier Woods, Deshaun Gibson, John Harmon. I don't know if all these I'd guys are I'd like, take, like, Bradley McDougal or Will Parks for, like, prices before I dip into, like, the price of Harris. Well, yeah, would I want to pay Harris $7 million or Will Parks $1.5? Will Parks. Will Parks all day. He can do that job. Yeah. But... My favorite of that whole group is Malik Hooker on a prove-it one year. I've been injured my whole career. Former first-rounder who has the right skill set, I feel like, to play that Harris role. 25 years old, a sick flyer on Another guy, uh, uh, DeMonte Kazee. Okay. From the Falcons. I think uh, Torres ACL or something last year. But I think he had like 12 interceptions the two years before that. Ball hawk. That's what Harris was. Yeah. Played played next to Keanu Neal, so I think he played like that center field role. I mean, what if what if like Marcus May, Justin Simmons, Marcus Williams, who are all I think easily better than Anthony Harris, get paid big money, and then there's just a bunch of teams that are like, well, I don't, I'm not going to pay for safety. And there's a little Anthony Harris going, hey, can I come back for like five million bucks one year just so I can run it back? And I say no. You get two <laughs> years, seven million. Yeah, we need to split up your contract. So we're going to need a. Uh, Shorter or a little, a couple extra years on there. So I feel like safety is the main spot where I grab a cheap vet because the safeties at the top of the first round are not good. There are none. Yeah. I mean, Trayvon Morig seems like more mostly the consensus number yeah, one. But I'm, I'm That's not like a second round guy. Yeah, I'm not like. taking them at four teams. And we don't have a second round pick. So now you're going to mid third, unless you're trading up. I'm, am I trusting who's available there to start? No, just grab, like you said, like a Will Parks. Plug him in for $2 million. Maybe not even that much for him. Yeah. And uh, spend your first-round pick on somewhere else. Edge, offensive line. Yeah. I mean, right now this team has four holes. Left guard, defensive end, three-tech, safety. Yep. Because you assume Anthony Harris is gone, and I'm assuming Riley Reef is still here because he's under contract and Anthony Harris isn't. Anthony Edwards is just draining threes and bringing the Wolves back like nobody's single-handedly. business. Single-handedly. Single-handedly. Much better than the other Anthony, Anthony Harris. Um, Career-high 27 points. The guy's on fire. So f- four holes, and you've got, you could probably sign one free agent that's semi-decent. 
one real cheap one, and then your first pick, and now you got one other spot that you maybe you trade up for in the second. Try and fill it. Those are the four ways. Get them, get it, get it done. Yeah, sounds I think easy. It's enough. possible, right? You could do it. Come on, I think you should hire us. I just us. figured it out. I just figured it out. Okay, so I mean, that's. Uh, did I also have any of uh, cut guys? Let me take a gander for defensive cut guys for the secondary. Robert Elford, Desmond Trufant, Janoris Jenkins. And then safety, Kenny Vaccaro at LaMarcus Joyner. Okay. Is, uh, is Vaccaro good? I don't think Vaccaro's good anymore, right? I think he's more of like a box safety than yeah. anything. We don't really want... No, I feel like Zimmer wants either interchangeable or that other guy needs to be more like rangy. Yeah. Like Harrison Smith, at his age, he's not... I mean, he's not pure box. Like he can do... But he's not as rangy. Yeah, so you kind of need that other guy to cover a little bit for Harrison. He's so. lost a step. He's lost a step in his age. Maybe you know? two. That's someone. He's white. Yeah, that. Yeah, he never had a step because he's yeah. white. You know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so I think that about wraps up the old free agency, free agency preview. Yeah. Next week we'll. Well, I don't know when you're back. When are you back? I'm back next week. Next week we'll. I think we dive into draft talk. Yeah. Bust out the initial. Great the initial big board. big board. My big board. Ryan, big Cal Pitts fan. That's a tight end. Ryan, hot on him. Best That's skill player in the draft. Best skill player in the draft. Is that skill player that does not include quarterback? It does not include quarterback. That is uh, that tight end, player. wide receiver, running back. Okay. All right. It's, I, I Honestly, I would I, – it's him or – I mean, Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith are good, but well, – Anyway. I think, I think Kyle Pitts is the fourth best player in this draft behind all three quarterbacks. I'll put Penny Sewell above that. All right. We'll talk about it next week. We're yeah. going to have our initial top 20 you want to do? Well, do we want to? Yeah, 20 is fo- But should we do? We'll discuss this off here. 15 or 20. We'll, we'll, well figure that out. Well, because 15 covers our pick, and maybe you don't need to do an extra few, but yeah. it's always nice. Yeah, you know, we, we like so many players, we'll just, like, drag down the board. But anyways. <laughs> uh, All right, we'll catch you next week. Yep, see you guys.